it's interesting because in the infrastructure bill that passed earlier this year, there there was also a provision that that requires that. So I'm kind of interesting to see interested to see how the two dovetail together. And I've been trying to get in touch with local Congresswoman Debbie Dingell, who's a major sponsor of the legislation to find out how this works together. But it looks like we're on the road to having some sort of system down the road that, that would detect if somebody is drunk when they get into a vehicle. So, Jeff, logistically, lay it out on how you, I'm sure you've seen tests on this, what, the car just won't start? How would it work? Yeah, at this point, systems are being developed. There are just systems that might develop the smell of alcohol. There are systems that, that, that might detect other kinds of things to keep the vehicle from starting. That That is what the law requires. Now federal regulators, uh, not so much the National Transportation Safety Board, but in this case the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration would have to write rules. And, and then you get to the point of, okay, we're developing these systems, we have to test them because we certainly wouldn't want the system, say, during the pandemic to detect hand sanitizer, which has alcohol in it, and shut the vehicle down. Some early tests are very encouraging, but at this point, we don't yet have a system that's been fully tested and fully vetted. And with us is Jeff Gilbert, U.S. auto industry expert with CBS News. And these vehicles are planned, they're designed, I imagine, years in advance. Talk to us about that logistically to go back and add these monitoring systems to the development of these vehicles that have already been set for 23, 24, 25. Yeah. Well, again, when the government writes regulations, they take that into account. They know that it takes time to, to develop new vehicles. They know that these systems have to be integrated into the product development process. So when, when rules were were instituted just a few years ago, say, for backup cameras and vehicles, they realized that this is not something that could be done in one fell swoop. So when they write the rules, they will recognize that, and it will almost certainly be, be a phase-in kind of situation. Jeff Gilbert with us, U.S. auto industry expert from CBS News here on WAKR. Jeff, obviously you're in this world of the auto industry. Talk to us about the big problem when we're talking about on the highways, drinking and driving. I know you know a lot of the statistics. Yeah, I, I don't have them off the top of my head, but obviously it's a big issue, and a lot of the experts say it isn't getting any better. Here locally, one of the reasons uh, one of our Congress people is heavily behind that isn't just because it involves the auto industry, but there was a family here locally, the entire family, uh, it actually happened to be from the neighborhood that I live in. They were wiped out on an interstate uh, down in, in, in the southern states when a drunk driver got on the road going the wrong way and plowed into their car and killed all of them. So that's what, what was some of the impetus for this technology is, you know, over the years, even before I was covering the auto industry, when I was just doing general assignment reporting, you would occasionally go out and see a terrible tragedy caused by drunken driving. So the thought is if we can use technology to prevent this, it, it, it would be, you know, in, in our interest to do that. The big question, of course, is making sure the technology is reliable and doesn't cause new problems along the line. Boy, Jeff, we've come leaps and bounds, too, with safety technology in new vehicles. I recently got a new vehicle earlier this year. It was amazing to me about the safety features inside this vehicle that I knew some of them. I didn't realize all of them. And I'm not asking you to do that, but it's amazing how far we've come with the safety development for us in our vehicles. 
And that's something a lot of people only realize when they buy a new vehicle. And, you know, much of the market is buying a used vehicle, just things like I mentioned before. Backup cameras can amaze people, cameras that are, have a computer-generated view from above. You have automatic braking systems. You have lane-keeping systems. You have systems that uh, detect people in your blind spot. You know, surveys have shown that, that customers like some of these systems. Some of the things like lane-keeping, many people consider a little bit of a nag. But uh, there, there are all sorts of systems in vehicles that, that aim to protect you, that aim to kind of create a cocoon of safety around you. Jeff, uh, one final question. Heading into the final quarter now of 2022, it's been oh, a couple of months since you and I were able to talk here on WAKR. EV sales, are they still going real high? Uh, they're, they're going real high compared to where they have been. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it, at this particular point, I believe EVs in the last month or two have been about 6% of the market, and that's compared to 2% of the market not long ago and less than 1% of the market just a few years ago. There, there's still a long way to go, go but uh, a survey from Bloomberg was estimating they could be half of the market by 2030. So, you know, if that happens, that means a lot of growth between now and then.